I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Billboard Chart Beat Podcast, Gary Trust, Billboard Senior Director of Charts. And hey guys, it's Trevor Anderson, a chart manager here at Billboard. And this is where we look at why what's on the charts is on the charts, and lots to get to this week. Uh, the Billboard Hot 100's Top 10, as always, uh, we're going to look at who's number one on the Billboard 200, too, because the artist at number one is all over the Hot 100's Top 10. Pretty uh, historic week. Uh, plus, we're going to go alternative this week. Kevin Rutherford, Billboard's Rock Chart Manager. And I went over to uh, Alt 92.3, a radio station here in New York last week, to chat with Mike Kaplan, station's program director. So uh, that uh, interview is coming up. It's part of our coverage of the 30th anniversary of Billboard's Alternative Songs Chart, which uh, began this time of the year back in 1988, before you were born, Trevor. It, was actually, it actually started the Saturday after uh, my first week in high school. That's how long ago it was. All right, here's this week's top 10 on the Billboard Hot 100. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let it fly. Number 10. Let it fly like the birds in the sky. Hotter than the weather in July. Hotter than so much I can decide. Why we keep being love me? Number nine. Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you and I need you. And I'm down for you always, KB. Do you love me? Are you love? See you want me? See you want me? Number eight. And I'm just a dead man walking tonight. But you need it. Yeah, you need it. All of the time, yeah. Fuck though. Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Fuck though. Number four. You know I never meant to let you down, let you down. Would've gave you anything. 
said than done. I see niggas in this bitch starting popping bottles. Number two. Getting drunk with these bitches. And when they leave, they get followed. Fall asleep with that bitch. And really don't know much about her. Then she let us in. We take all of your shit. You gonna find me. Do what I want when I come through. I and number one. Right, and that is the nice rundown of top 10 songs this week. If you are a fan of Lil Wayne, uh, that is probably going to be as good a top 10 countdown as you could hope for. But before we segue into the return of Wheezy F Baby, we got to talk about Maroon 5, number one, three weeks. The song is called Girls Like You and features our friend and pretty prolific hit maker, Cardi B. It's actually pretty historic on the radio songs chart. The song's now been number one for 11 weeks, and that ties for the longest leading uh, song on that chart this century, in in the 2000s and 2010s, uh, by a group or duo with the Chainsmokers Closer in uh, 11 weeks. You have to go back for 13 weeks at number one for the last longer leading number one by a duo or group. It was No Scrubs by TLC. So we're talking almost 20 years, and it just kind of tells you how big a hit this has been even though it was uh, blocked by drake top of the hot 100 uh, it's been a huge radio song hit. really one of the biggest radio hits in the 2000s and 2010s the other uh, part of that uh, you can make the case that no scrubs is the biggest radio hit ever because here's here's how i do that uh, 13 weeks hold your hold here's, your here's, hold on to your hats for this one folks take you into my process uh, 13 weeks at number one for tlc and then 12 weeks at number one last year for Shape of You, Ed Sheeran, which interpolates part of uh, No Scrubs. So 13 weeks and 12 weeks, 25. In a way, 25 weeks at number one for No Scrubs. That's a record. Okay, I tried to do like a quick vocabulary check. Is it interpolates? Is that what it does? Let's talk about a sample. And it, I'm not sure it's you know, that's exactly the word but is it just like it, it was considered borrows it, it, it was considered so similar that writing credit had to go uh, to some of the writers so uh okay yeah so but it, yeah. you know, it's part of it if you if you combine them the record uh, for radio songs most weeks at number one is iris 18 weeks by google Goo dolls so 25 weeks combined for all versions of no scrubs biggest radio hit of all time well shakespeare and candy and crew found a uh, a winning formula not william shakespeare but kevin shakespeare briggs anyone named shakespeare is a good writer okay since i cannot top that beautiful one-liner i'll do the next best thing and move on to a new topic uh so we'll go from number one down to number two where we have a brand new song debuting at number two you guys heard it a little while ago that is the song mona lisa by Lil Wayne and Kendrick Lamar. So, big week for Lil Wayne. Obviously, I mean, really, more than the fact that of what the album did, the fact that the album that many people, I think, thought may never see the light of day, The Carter Five, is not only out, but it is making a huge impact across the Billboard charts this week. Debuts at number one on the Billboard 200, 480,000 equivalent album units, so pretty close to that half million mark and the second best streaming week we've ever seen uh only outdone by who else drake scorpion earlier this year so shift over to the hot 100 all that impact from everybody streaming all these uh wayne tracks starts at the top with mona lisa number two debut 
but also in the top five, we got another Wayne song at number five, uh, a song with XXX Tentacion called Don't Cry, which we need like some sort of alarm bell or some we need some sort of like gadget or gizmo that lets people know that like, you know, ding ding ding, there's a chart record happening right in your very ears right now. How about that? Next time, Gary, next time. I no notice. That was pretty good. First artist to debut two songs in the top five. But we've had a couple artists do it in the span of the top ten. Ed Sheeran, J. Cole, Post Malone, Drake, but nobody has been able to get them as high as Lil Wayne. Two songs in the top five. We've also got two more in the top ten. Uproar at number seven, and we got Let It Fly with our friend Travis Scott at number ten. You start you do start at the top with the anticipation from my point of view, particular because it's not just a new Wayne album, but it is, you know, Carter Five. So it is the continuation of this franchise we've been hooked and used to for well over a decade now. I was gonna say it did the reboot culture that we're in this totally plays into that. Uh I think that's a part of it too. Yeah, in a way. I mean obviously it's not a sort it's not a reboot per se, but yeah, the continuation of something that we've you know, we've known and been accustomed to and how great the previous Carter albums were. So there is that. And, you know, we it's not that this has been any sort of non-publicized thing. Everyone knows about the the battle that he's had with Birdman and, um, you know, all, all the, the money that's gone back and forth and all the issues that have been there. So that sort of builds the drama in particular because, you know, as with a lot of albums, you know, is that going to be addressed? Are there going to be shots taken, you know, What's going to be what what is the response going to be in the music about this album that took so long to to make it onto the scene? And then, yeah, I think part of that, as we've seen with a lot of albums this year, the sort of surprise guest list always gets people going. I mean, no surprise, of course, that Mona Lisa is doing the best because, I mean, Kendrick Lamar is, you know, decently selective on what he does now. The biggest star in hip hop in terms of you know, critical appreciation and his commercial success is obviously massive, especially with this last album. So yeah, and then you run the roster down of yeah, you've got Nicki, you've got Drake to an extent, you've got Travis, XXX, you know, even though he's he was not an established player in, in that same league, but we know I mean, even just in the past five, six five, six months, right before his death and and the immediate aftermath, we've seen that I mean, that's a guy who's who's just as relevant as ever in this discussion uh, this huge figure that i think a lot of us sort of underestimated how big his uh his shadow and the long tail was going to be so that obviously makes a big case and then yeah you've got someone from the old garden wayne someone from the new garden xxs coming together and you know that's something that is really going to intrigue a lot of people so yeah you put all that together all those elements coming around and yeah you're bound to get something ex- explosive as this yeah, for Mona Lisa being so big, I'm not sure it's uh, Kendrick Lamar is the reason. I think it's the lyric where uh, mentioned Millie Vanilli. They're back on the chart at number two. Millie Vanilli is mentioned in Mona Lisa. Is that what you think did it all? There are no wrong answers. Is uh, I don't I'll, I'll give them maybe two percent, and that's generous. 
All right. Uh, let's get into uh, the 30th anniversary of Billboard's Alternative Songs Chart. Uh, so that's on Billboard.com. So much uh, content about that. Uh, not going to give spoilers here as to who's the top act and who has the number one song. If you want to go look, uh, we'll, we'll leave that uh, for, for you to discover. But uh, we have the top 300 songs list, the top 100 songs uh, artist ranking. So we can check all that out. Uh, it's really great to look back at how the alternative format has evolved from 1988 when the chart started uh, to today. So uh, that's what Kevin Rutherford, our rock chart manager, and I uh, went to discuss with Mike Kaplan, program director of Alt 92.3 Radio here in New York. Uh, station signed on about a year ago. It was November 17th. Uh, 2017. Uh, Mike joined about six months ago as uh, program director and uh, station is, is growing really nicely ratings wise. So uh, we wanted to get into uh, the state of alternative, uh, where it's been, where it's going and uh, who better uh, to talk uh, about that with than a person running the alternative station here in New York. So Mike Kaplan, Kevin Rutherford from Billboard and me coming up here on the Billboard Sharpie podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. While I'm here, I feel like I'm going to take the opportunity, since I'm talking to a program director of the Alt Station in New York. I could just do the whole the whole podcast. Could just be me pitching Pale Waves, a alternative <laughs> oh, wow. band. Of good, good band, yeah. good band. Uh, we we actually dabbled with their their track a few months ago, and it's uh, really cool. Yeah, it, it it it's shocking sometimes to me that you know that uh, some of this music that is it's so powerful yet it doesn't necessarily always resonate uh, or at least quick enough i think we're in such a you know the world is is running by us so quickly and we we don't we need to stop and just really absorb more uh of, of what's at with us at that moment but that was one of those that got away i don't know i could i could keep talking about kevin do you have any <laughs> any picks that you want to be t- totally biased about kitten actually i think Fun. um i think y'all played um a little bit there too yeah, for a while. a while back yep yep yeah yeah, yeah. so just a lot of good bands you guys are going there. deep it's, that's it's, nice it's tough like to, it. well that's the thing it's like there's so much good stuff out there right now it's tough to you know some really great stuff is kind of missing out sometimes right. i feel like 
Well, obviously, the stuff you are playing, uh, Mike, is, is doing really well. Just looking at the ratings, uh, 1.9 in overall audience to a 2.8 in the past six months. That's uh, that's when you got here. So a lot of credit. We're, thank you. Embarrassed well, thank you, you. But it seems well, a lot thanks. of credit should go to you. Well, you know, and um, I, I think what it comes down to is knowing knowing what um, – the, the power of, of radio and what, what our strength is. And, and we, it is about playing hits. And, it, you, you know, it, it takes time. It takes time. Everyone's got distractions, and it's a noisy world. And, you know, we're part of that world. We're certainly a big part of that. But uh, um, I think the challenge is making sure that we don't push too hard too many songs too quickly. Um, we're a more discerning audience. I, I think we're, we're, you know, the top 40 world, the CHR world is a lot more disposable. And come and go, come and go, come and go. And we're, you know, in and out. We, we take our time. To, we, we like to see bands develop and artists uh, have careers. Um, yes, it doesn't it, it doesn't throw away the disposable. We have to have some of that guilty pleasure as well. But we're, I think we're a little bit more, you know, focused on on building the bigger picture and and, and really having a relationship with some of these artists. Um, but it is about writing hits and, and playing the hits. I feel like historically, uh, the alternative format was kind of more, maybe if you just discovered something, uh, you were putting it on the air immediately and, and seeing what happens. And it, it's a different world now. Radio is, is more corporate. Is, is alternative kind of like every other format where you have to play the hits? Or is there still uh, that independent spirit uh, to alternative? Uh, I think there's a lot of independent spirit. We, you know, uh, you know I worked for iHeart, which is uh, one of the, the, the bigger uh, co- companies out there. Of course, Intercom now is, is the big number two. Um, you know, we all have, especially in this format, we, we, we all have to take take risk and and, and discover and, and curate our playlist. It's it's not you know, it's not as maybe perceived as corporate because we have all the different digital op- options now, the platforms that you know you can go on Spotify, create your own playlist, and you can make it as deep as you want. But it's it, it, it that's a very personalized list, right? And it's it's everyone has an opinion. It's, uh, music is very you know subjective. So in that respect, we still need to look broad and and be as mar- as broad as your market allows or as narrow as it dictates. And and with all the competition that we have, not just the digital space that we're competing against, but certainly with the terrestrial world, um, we need to f- fine tune. We need to focus, and but we still have the liberty and and the ability to reach in and, and it's art versus science and reach in and look out of what discover what's coming up. We have to look at our partners, our our, our label partners. We have to look at the the artist management partners that we have. We have to look at their focus game plans. You know, what, what's their big marketing plan? What's their push? They're going to be doing the late night shows. They're going to be doing the rounds. Of, you know, a, 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 you know, maybe there's a sync deal. Maybe there's something going on on a larger level. We need to be, you know, working together to cut through all that clutter that is out there. And and, and, and people have a limited time. Let's let's give them um, the best of the best. And, and what we perceive is what's coming up as as what's next. And and then it's up to you know it's them to tell us. Uh, you know, through our Research our streams, our, our our sale, the sales, you know, the um, and what our you know brothers and sisters in the in, in terrestrial and digital world are, are doing, and how those songs are responding, and then we can either you know stick with it or you know move on. I feel like y'all were one of the ones that were pretty early on King Princess, mm-hmm. if I recall correctly. Yeah. Um, are there some other acts that you can kind of remember so far? I know you haven't well, been here very long, but that you feel like you guys were pretty early on and is there anybody coming down the pipe that you think could be that next king well, princess or an act like that well yeah i mean you know we we look at uh you know there's uh 
uh, Jaguar Twin and mm-hmm. the song Loser that we just popped on. And, you know, there was there was really we were I think we were literally the first station in the country to play. And we we saw um, we heard about it. We saw that that and felt that with the, you know, the lyrical content and the, you know, the just the composition itself. It was like that's something that hopefully we, we can take. And, and generate some some earballs, you know, and, and, and some interest too. Um, so we'll see what, what happens there. King Princess, we saw the streams, just the enormous amount of streams, and 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 her passionate following, and and so we thought, let's, you know, it may be a little pop leaning, but we, I think today we are a little bit more, and in, in have a pop sensibility to us, uh, more so than maybe you know 10, 15, 15 years ago, where it was more on the agro active side. Uh, so we looked at that, and then uh, another one would be Dennis Lloyd, another one that just had phenomenal streams, and 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 I don't know if you can really fit. Where does he go? What format does that fit with? But that's what's the beauty of alternative. If you don't know, well, maybe that's that means it's us, and and we really don't have a descriptor of who we are. We come from. Um, we look at all genres and all possibilities. We we just want what's. Again, half step ahead of the cur- of the curve. Uh, we don't want to go too far ahead. Uh, we don't want to be too artsy and, and cool for the room because that that that's you'll go back to a one share. Yeah, I, that's fair. I, I still think it's kind of weird, but then not really that uh, marshmallow is is in the top ten right now. The alternative chart with Bastille, but that kind of really shows you where alternative is right now. When I listen, I, I, again, the, the consumer's not always looking at the RDS display or not always shazamming. You know, they they just want to get a vibe and a feel. They want to they're in a mood. They they, they go to a certain station. They, and believe me, we share, you know, uh, audience with the CHRs of the world. It's it's, it's just natural. Um, but uh, when they're in a mood for us, they're they're going to come to us. And and when they when they sit down and listen to us as a whole, what are they hearing? When when I hear that song, I hear a Bastille song. That's right. Dan. That's completely him with a little bit. When I hear the Coldplay Chainsmokers song, song, that is Chris Martin. So um, it's what this sonically. What are you what are you, what are you getting from that? Is that your core? And Dan Bastille started an alternative. Uh, Coldplay certainly did too. And they have they haven't crossed over the threshold and become uncool either at this point if anything right. marshmallow I, I don't know i don't know I, you know maybe it's just a gimmick and, and it's kind of a cool one but but it, it doesn't take it down to the level of um selling out and by the way what is a sellout anymore you know uh, 20 30 years ago 20 years ago 25 whatever that you know if an alternative artist like pearl jam would have put a, a sync deal together or maybe did something that was a little bit more corporate looking they would have been looked at as a sellout but today we all want our artists to make money somehow it, you know the, the sales are, are dwindling you know weekly and it, it's how can they help how can we help them make money and and you know be part of the bigger picture and and we still own that hey they're they're coming from our ilk over here right. they're kind of cool they're and we we're championing them to the to the world let's talk about uh signing on a new radio station in new york city i know you've you've worked in la before so you know about uh programming in big markets but uh how do you get the attention of listeners in new york when you say uh, we've got something brand new yeah, <laughs> that's that's the it's a, you know, it's we I, I think people forget the power of radio and just by just the, people scan the dial. People are always, you know, um, and, and ch- chatter word of mouth. And uh, that was one of the big things that, that I think people they just found us uh, to start with. Um, but we also kicked off a big billboard campaign. You know, billboards are always a great way to, uh, you know, um, 
deliver new products and to awareness to consumers. And and not, that not, not us billboard, but billboards you see on not, not you're right, not your billboard. <laughs> oh, it's just not where the name dot comes com. from. But yeah, right. right. <laughs> uh, so that was that was a, certainly that was a big help. And marketing, uh, you know, for many years, radios from a lot of the big companies were they were over leveraged and they didn't market and it's kind of radio didn't do what that you know we, we go out to the clients hey you got to market your product radio failed to do that based upon being over leveraged we're, we're that's not this company this company was never over leveraged that we market and we're um we're putting it out there that we're here so it, it's it's been it's been wonderful I, I, the, the feedback we're getting is like oh my god we've it's, it's been missing all these years we're you know alternative is back thank god thank you thank you for you know being there um so we have a a, a lot of passion uh for this this music in the city that that was very under obviously underserved for many years yeah, you look at the history of alternative in, in the last decade. It's it's kind of spotty. After uh, K Rock, right on this frequency, uh, that went away. You had uh, RXP for a mm-hmm. little bit, which was kind of experimental, and and I think a lot of industry people liked it, but yes. somehow that never quite translated. Well, K Rock was mostly Stern, and and and, and I, I love Stern, and I grew up listening to him, and and I thought you know one of the best entertainers this business will ever see, one of the best interviewers, and and he uh, unfortunately. Overshadowed the music aspect of that radio station, right. and so when he went away, it, it was you know what is the station? What's it about? And I think the the teams at the time, the programming teams, couldn't figure it out either. Um, and, and 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 then RXP comes along. You're right, and they they had a little bit better idea of of what alternative meant, what truly alternative meant for the city. Right. Um, at the same time, I think you said you know it was very experimental. They 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 went from playing. I remember listening playing Passion Pit into a Bruce Springsteen song. Yeah. That doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, that's more, I don't know what that's eclectic. And eclectic is, a, again, a one share. And it's cool, but cool worked in the diary days of Arbitron Nielsen in the PPM days where, where we really truly measure not just perceived listenership, but real me- uh, measure of listenership. That's, that doesn't fly. Here in, like, um, in New York City, because I know obviously you, you came from the West Coast before this, mm-hmm. right, right? What do you feel like you've been doing here that is possibly different than what you were doing over there like maybe something that works here but didn't work on the west coast or vice versa i i think the the biggest challenge here for 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 us and i'm from philadelphia originally so it's i'm an east coast guy and so i i you know i but i've always I'm born and raised on loving pop and alternative and and you know the lir days which just out here in long island which was you know very historic big radio station you know they also went to the lar dre dre was simulcast in philadelphia for many years uh, enjoy listening to that. Uh, the West Coast, what I feel the West Coast, though, is more adventurous on new music, alternative music than the East Coast. We're a little safer here. And so coming here from the West Coast, it, it's, it's and again, just putting the station together, it's pulling back and, and putting enough gold product, enough of the familiar product from the 90s and early zeros and mid zeros. Uh, and putting that together with some of the uh, the new, and 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 not exposing too much new at, at any one time. It just you know, again, there hasn't been a station here in six years. So you know, people are are telling me, well, I don't understand. You're playing Bastille into Green Day. Is that alternative? Well, yeah, yeah, it is for today. It, but but there hasn't been a definition of alternative any in anyone's mind here for so many years that it, it, you know, like let's ease them into uh, helping understand what this is today. And again, if if you weren't listening to you know if you were just listening to radio, you know, you know you really didn't get exposed to some of the uh, the MGMTs and and some of the, the the songs of the past maybe you know five six years that were really big in this world. And that's kind of 
It's interesting that you mention gold uh, songs, because that's something I kind of wanted to ask about with regards to kind of the changing sound of alternative in the last couple years. That's something that I feel like people don't talk about as much, where it's like, okay, obviously, like, what we're playing current-wise is shifting, but even, like, gold songs, I mean, you can't necessarily just sit here and play Three Days Grace anymore. No, you're right. So, like, what kind of songs have, like, kind of popped back up for you that, you know, you maybe didn't play for a while in your library? And and that's a great point. When you look back at the history of alternative, I mean, you can go back to the 80s and where, you know, really the rock of the 80s was alternative, right, with whether it was the Depeche Mode and Cures and what have you that were starting to uh, underground and bubble up, some of the goth rock and all that stuff. But that had its own synth-based kind of sound, but very melodic um, and very critical mass, mass appeal, male, females could, could agree. Alternative has always had its, been at its best uh, when men and women agree together. And it can have a little bit more guitar-driven, like Nirvana's and Pearl Jam's. It could, uh, but that was also married with the Cranberries and Jim Blossoms. So, so it was all very melodic, very, very critical mass. Um, I like to say gender agnostic. So you move into the late 90s, and th- there is this really aggressive male presence and and maybe the sign of the times maybe we you know 9-11 we were just maybe a little more angst driven and maybe we we our economy was you know flipping flipping around a little bit and um I, whatever it was it, the guitar oriented rock the really heavy screamo rock was was more apparent and when you look at corn and limp biscuit and then trying to put natalie merchant you know and the softer you know softer side of alternative on together you you lost people, so you had it. You had it as stations. Many stations had to pick a side, and and so um, I think that was the doldrums of this of this format in, in that era. Um, when when alternative started making a renaissance, that was I think in the, in the mid to later two thousands. When again the whether it's Mumford meets MGMT, like I just mentioned, meets Passion Pit meets uh, Fun. Um, some of these artists that that started over alternative, but again, what are they? They're they're pop sensibility, but yet they're a little smarter, more discerning at, at the at the early stages, and um, uh, you know they had lyrical content that had had something meant, meant something for, for for the most part. So so we we saw return to that male female you know uh, agreeability. Uh, there was nothing as polarizing on the format at that point. And so that's, I, I feel really good about, you know, this is where we need to be. And we need to take the music from that era where it was non-polarizing. It was men and women could agree, whether it's Third Eye Blind and uh, uh, No Doubt of the Past into Blink-182 and Jimmy Eat World into today's Foster the People, Imagine Dragons, um, what have you, that kind of ilk. Again, it, that's a that, that's the coalition we're building here. And, it, 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 you know, 18 to to you know 50 year olds 60 year olds they love that sound they they all agree that's the sound of what they feel alternative should be red hot chili peppers green days in the mix too of course yeah. all i know is that when i first heard the station i think the first song i ever heard you play was white town mm-hmm. uh your woman and i was just like yep. okay yeah this is gonna be a good yep. station right, right here right <laughs> fun right you talk about rock going forward and it, we've always had a lot of crossover from rock to, to top 40 and it feels like Maybe somewhere in the 2000s when uh, rock got so hard that uh, we just stopped yes. having that kind of crossover. And 100%. It, it really hasn't come back even to this point. Imagine Dragons, a little once in a while, there's a shut up and dance, stuff like that. But uh, is that 
Is that an issue for rock going forward that maybe it's not going to get that same mass appeal that it did in the past? Yeah, you know, there there are cycles of music, right? We we've all seen it. My question with that is a great question is you know with the advent of of everyone having a computer program to to create their own music, um, a lot of that's more electronic based. Right. It's it's not that you're not going to Guitar Center and you know and buying those guitars anymore and and, and electric and, and and plugging in and it's it's very expensive yeah. where you can just go on on online and create your own material and so i think that's changed the the face of music and obviously the younger end is what you know they're, they're creating what's next and always always have and always will um and so does that heavier aggressive sound ever come back maybe yeah maybe and maybe we as a society we get angry again um and, and want that um, but right now, it's it's you know, and, and so I attribute some of that to just the the osmosis of what we're producing in our own bedrooms. And the stuff that is at the moment, uh, lovely the band Broken mm-hmm. is crossover. That's not guitar heavy, but uh, no, and even the car, yeah. Even like Imagine Dragons, whoever are, whoever's using guitars, it, it's, it's all filtered down a little bit. It's it's with synth and, and what have you. It's it's not as uh, it's not the you know the white stripes aggressive you know raw sound that. I love Jack White. I love seeing him, at, you know, at a show. And uh, but it's you know, it, it's just not what's working today. Absolutely no solos. <laughs> it's, that's definitely not a thing. No guitar solos. No guitar right. solos. Yeah, it's, it's done it's, for yeah. now. <laughs> Do you go to a lot of shows, uh, Mike? And oh, you got I, a pulse of what people are saying about the station when you're there. Uh, where was I? It was Panorama? I think was going to, and uh, um, it, you know, we uh, I heard somebody talking about. Uh, getting winning tickets on in the subway on 923 and I'm like whoa this is cool um <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, d- I definitely get the feedback uh from from people in the business of course uh what they're saying and and, and friends in the area uh, feedback on text feedback on the calls and uh and, and you know radio doesn't get many calls anymore because it's it's all but we get text uh, but when we do get the calls it's for contesting and then they they just spill their beat you know they spill everything right like, we love you you know it's it's wonderful to hear that that's uh there's still a passion for music and and radio and and that's i think the other thing that's been so overblown is the death of radio. It's like with all the digital, you know, pure plays and all the options. And, and, you know, I get that. And there's always going to be that. I mean, back in the day, you, you made cassette tapes or whatever. I mean, you, it's a lot easier, though, to listen to music uh, than ever before. So more more people are being influenced by it. But, um, you know, radio still cumes, you know, uh, we, we, have, we have 93% of the uh, weekly audience. Uh, and that hasn't changed for 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 years. Um, it's still a lot of earballs coming in, and 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 it it's it's free and it and it's and it, above all it's community it's community right it's it's companionship, and as long as we have the talent and the programs and the entertainers that we put on air, and 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 bring that companionship to the audience, um, we're never going away. That that's that's the key, and that that's that beats any of the the pure. I'll just put put a song on. I mean, that's that's we need that sometimes, right. but we need a human soul on the other end to to kind of help us get through that day and help us relate and and bring it all together. Yeah, I think sometimes in the industry we're we're so close to all these streaming services and being up on the latest thing that, that sometimes I, I kind of wonder if we forget that most people uh, 
aren't listening to music with that maybe same level of intensity, and they just want to put something on in the car when they're driving. Uh, it's so true. It's you know it's, it, we are and I, you know, kind of a strange way. We're the uh, the concierge desk. You know, you go to the new hotel. You're asking, well, okay, what's the best? Where's the best? You know, steakhouse in town or what have you? You know, at some point, you don't want to do all the work. At some point, you right. know, I'm busy. I have my life out here. I'm I, I've got the stress of work. I've got the stress of schoolwork. I've got the stress of what have you? My family. I just want to, you know, somebody to tell me what's really good. And they want someone to trust with that product. And, you know, in the alternative world, we need to be the, the, the tastemaker and they need to trust us and, and believe that we are giving them the best of the best and cutting through all the other clutter out there and just laying it out for them. In terms of uh, research and streaming, uh, years ago you had uh, you'd call out research. You'd call people and play hooks for them on the mm-hmm. phone. Mm-hmm. You, do you still do you still do that? Mm-hmm. Still? Well, it's different. It's, it, it, it's different. We use online research now. It's okay. it's so much easier than you know. But um, you know, they listen online at their uh, their convenience, and it's uh, they give us their feedback. In terms of uh, what's streaming uh, in New York and nationally, how do you look at uh, streaming? Is it uh, is it a competition or is it it's another thing people are doing? You're going to use that uh, in terms of uh, you can use it for research. Uh, uh, yeah, I love it. No. It's, it's part of, it's part of the arsenal it's it's there's a lot of tools that we look at and that's it's, it's wonderful with the digital you know influence of of you know streams uh, Shazam uh, you look at uh, we still look at sales and the billboard charts and all that we, you know we look at uh, research we, we look at our own we have control alt elite's a feature that we do with uh, right. uh, f- uh, people that asking them to text in when we play new songs and you know like or text dislike and we see that feedback and it's a way to again get a gauge it's not you know, no, I, I don't, I don't think what I'm trying to find is a coalition. You know, I don't think there's any one of those elements that alone should dictate. That's, that's, you know, um, I think we need to look at all the different elements out there and see what's, what's working in, in, in harmony. And then put it through our filter and, and put it through our ears and again use our what our background is we, we all in this in this radio station all the people that are being hired are all seasoned pros or people that have had such passions and have a an understanding of what this all means here and and what we're, we're trying to achieve and from that um, then that's the art right blending with the science uh, that's the art we have to say okay this is what should stick or should go on next we talk about uh, the connection radio has. So the other side is uh, what's in between the music is uh, the air staff. What, what do you look for in an alternative uh, personality? And is it different than other four? I always like on an alternative station when I hear someone who sounds a little bit left to center, kind of like the music. Yeah, I, I, I try. I try to. I try to build a team uh, of mindsets that are completely different yet all unified. Um, we we all have to agree that we're. Um, I, I, you know, I, I want to be again half step ahead of the curve, a little more discerning, a little, a little smarter than in our delivery or, or uh, reverent in what we and what we uh, how we approach things. You know, so so that's that's kind of the, the you know the team I like to build and the mindset here, but it, but they still have to have their own flavor. They have to, you know, yeah, I can have a, you know someone that's really in a music connoisseur. I can have someone that's you know maybe a foodie over here or just yeah, I just want I want people to entertain. I want us to, them to make us think differently and and uh, yeah, you know, be positive and you know look 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 at the you know with the glass half uh, full. 
future going forward of the station? Like, what are you hoping for? Any any particular goals? Yeah, I want to dominate. I want to. I want to be the. You know, uh, we will be the alternative station that sticks around for for decades here in the city. I, this, this isn't going away. We're uh, we're going to do it right. And I don't believe alternatives. You know, as I said before, has ever been done right here. I want to dominate in the alternative space. I, I want to continue to build the talent on this radio station. I want to continue to make us uh, a relevant source for for finding what's next and, and left of center, uh, yet still being you know entertaining and critical mass and and fun sometimes and and serious at others and and just you know the the whole realm i want people to feel engaged by this by radio and by this station in this city this is a wonderful city for radio it's i i you know and uh we're we're gonna make we're gonna make everyone proud that we're part of this uh community thank you so much oh thank you guys appreciate it Kaplan on the Billboard Sharpie podcast at Kevin Rutherford and I over at Alt 923. Uh, so, yeah, is the Intercom building, uh, WCBS FM, is, is one of the stations there. And I, I totally geeked out in the elevator. We're, we're, we're leaving. And uh, I, every day on the drive to the train station, I, I flip around. But in the morning show, one of the stations I stop on is CBS FM. Uh, Scott Shannon and Patty Steele, they host that in the morning. So we're in the elevator, and I, I saw some, like, you know, I, I think that's Patty Steele. I, I think that's her. But I wasn't quite sure she was talking to someone. And, and just as I, I said to myself, I, I think that's her, I'm not sure, she, she literally said to the person she was talking to, oh, I'll have to talk about that on the air tomorrow. Nice little clue. So I assumed it was her. Uh, I, I never got to talk to her. She was talking to someone the whole time. I didn't want to hang around and be all weird after, why is this guy staring at me? But... Yeah, especially in this day and age, you know, yeah. you don't want that on your soul. If, if, if she's wondering who this guy was staring at her at the, in the elevator, it was me. I'm a fan, so kind of cool. To, I still, I still think it's a big deal to, to see someone from radio in person. So, uh, yeah, 30th anniversary of the Alternative Songs chart. I, this is it's not your format, Trevor. Is that fair to fair to say? Um, not only is it fair, it's true. So, if you look at this list of the top 300 songs of all time, are there any songs? Stand out to you all? Is, well, I'm yeah, sure this is, I know. This know. is on a playlist of mine. I, I really like this, this song. Is on a playlist of mine. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, you know Portugal, the man, crossover hits. Um, so, so you know a pop hit from last year into this year, of course. And you look at some of the big Green Day hits of American Idiot era and on when they became, you know, really hit a new level in terms of mass popularity. I mean, this. I, mean, I hope. I, I'm sure somebody's screaming. Why does he work there? Uh, REM, I, you know, I know Losing My Religion. That's about as far as I go with that. Um, Beck, I know Beck, I know Beck beat Beyonce for the album of the year, Grammy. All right. Hey, whatever, whatever your reference is, as long as you yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. Atlantis Morissette, Jack Little Pill is a fantastic album. So I do know all those songs from it at least. But I mean, I guess at this point, that's not like, it's almost like, it's almost, is that, is that alternative anymore? Is that just kind of, would that that's be pretty pop? If it came, point. if it came yeah. out today, it feels like it would be pretty safe, right? Yeah, this is woo. This is this is that was kind of painful. I I Ned's Ned's atomic dustbin. I mean, I just feel like this is a whole. I I mean, I guess it's that's what alternative is. But it feels like it feels like if you sort of on a, I guess on a mainstream genre, like 
you know, I'm, I'm sure there are people who have mainstream country who know rap, who integrate. You know, those those sort of can cross a little easier. Well, they, but a, a lot of these songs, alternative, it's, it's like its own. Yeah. Well, a, a lot of these songs were so quirky, and that's what the genre is that uh, they really uh, out there names like that. And they just, there were songs were just too weird for, for pop radio. So they didn't cross over. And I think that's why people kind of like them too, because it's sort of, they never, they never uh, quote sold out. They never got to that point where uh, kind of like you said, losing my religion, REM, everyone knows it. So these bands kind of uh, keep that, that cult status. And I think a lot of people like that. It just, uh, it's still theirs. They don't have to share it. New Order, Regret? No. That's a great song. XTC, Mayor of Simpleton? No. Love that song. Ironic, number 164 hey. in the all time. Yeah. Robin Hitchcock, So You Think You're In Love, 1991. So you think you're in love. Sinead O'Connor, but not uh, Nothing Compares to You, Emperor's New Clothes, the follow I'm going to close with maybe my favorite song in the entire top 300 uh, songs list. Uh, again, it's on Billboard.com. You can see at the top uh, 300 alternative songs of all time over the last 30 years, uh, top 100 artists. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll see what uh, Gaga does on the Hot 100 with uh, Bradley Cooper, the, the soundtrack, A Star is Born, uh, debuting uh, with all these Lil Wayne songs probably dropping on the Hot 100 is Maroon 5. Still going to be number one. Uh, we didn't talk about Juice World with uh, Lucid Dreams. Could maybe uh, rebound and have a chance to go to number one. Uh, or wouldn't that be a long tail story? Yeah. All right. We'll find out next week uh, on the Billboard Sharpie podcast. I'm going to close with Gin Blossoms. Found out about you. You've heard about the Gin Blossoms? Um, I, again, heard of them. Enjoy as I listen to my very first Gin Blossom song, Found Out About You. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.